Welcome to my channel. This is Mario Lord, also known as Real Estate Guru PK. On this channel, we talk about my real estate endeavors. We also have the top real estate producers and the top entrepreneurs in the country. Be sure to click the link below with Justin P with his Support Black Colleges marketing course. Also with Jason White's Crack the Code affiliate link, click that below as well. Also to support the channel, Weeble and One Finance, Chase Discover Robinhood and Public a stock trading app. We hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Real Estate Guru PK signing up. How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode. We got the voice. <laughs> yes, sir. The voice. The voice. How you doing? Amazing. Amazing. I'm happy that you guys invited me out mm-hmm. here today. Mm-hmm. I DM'd you. I didn't even know you was you was with him, which yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know because he uh, Kobe was actually telling me, cool nerd. He was letting me know, like, oh, I'm about to go to this podcast. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I think a podcast hit me up too to come on there. And he showed me the page. I'm like, yep, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> that's hilarious. I didn't I didn't put two and two together until he told me. I was, oh, oh, you are coming together? I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, I usually ask all my guests about the story first. Mm-hmm. So. How'd you, uh, like your upbringing, how'd you get into entrepreneurship? Yeah, man. Like, I low-key feel like I've been doing entrepreneurship my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably started when I was younger mm-hmm. I, at my grandma's house. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I used to do something that's called movie night. It was low-key a scam. I would get, like, my whole family to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would invite everybody. Let them know, oh, we having a movie night. You know, they just think it's a family gathering. But I'm standing at the door, like, charging. collecting, charging. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just finding a bootleg movie online. And then I asked my grandma to front me some money to go take me to the store. How much was you charging? Uh, not, yeah. Nothing too much. Five, ten dollars. You know, okay. you had it. Mm-hmm. You got kids. You can get them in for three dollars, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. each kid. But then I had my grandma front me some money to do this. And I was running this whole operation with my little brother. Um, And it's cool because mm-hmm. he actually just moved down to Atlanta. And we, you know, running business together again together. So, yeah. And she would just front us money. We would never pay her back. Yeah. <laughs> so messed up. Yeah, <laughs> messed up snacks. Um, but my, my grandma was all for it. She was like mm-hmm. super supportive, allowing us to do the movie night in the house. And then we started trying to expand and do other ventures throughout the neighborhood. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's go pick up uh, like dog poop and clean up people's yards. But uh-uh. they didn't want us mm-hmm. going door to door. And we was we was up early. We'd be up at like six a.m. going door to door around the neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really where it all started. Um, but none of my parents, like my, my father, he's in, he's in the military. So mm-hmm. I really only do this when I'm in the summer. So every summer I go to my dad's house. And because um, when I was at home, I lived like on the east side of Atlanta mm-hmm. with my mom. And it wasn't really the safest place to be going around knocking doors and doing mm-hmm. all that. So when I'm at my dad's house, we go around with my brother just trying to start any business. But my, my, my family's so military, he, he didn't really understand that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't something that they really poured into. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, supported all the way. So, you know, it just kinda fell off mm-hmm. for a little bit. Was that something you wanted to do growing up, like being in the in the military? Or no? Um, I didn't want to. Uh I almost did join the military, but it wasn't for me having braces in high school. I, I probably would have been in the military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't really I never looked up like at it it's like, oh, um, this is something I wanna do, but my my dad did it, my grandpa did it, both mm-hmm. sides, like it's just I came from a family of people who've been in the military. So, so yeah. So, um, can you, like, how, how, what type of student was you in school? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was always super smart without trying. Um, you get all A's? Nah, <laughs> oh. I, I wouldn't get all A's. I wouldn't get all A's because I would never try. Mm-hmm. 
but I go to school, I'll pass the test. Yeah. I never study. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll yeah, never study. Too. I just yeah. pass. Yeah, yeah I'll never have to study it. If I did study, it would be through like like five minutes, ten minutes before the class mm-hmm. started. That's when I was study. Mm-hmm. But like I was the type of kid to let everybody cheat off me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I got it, hey, yeah, I could have it. So I put everybody on. <clears throat> and then uh my uh, you know, my GPA was pretty pretty decent, but I wanted to get a little bit higher. You know, getting going try to go to college and everything. So mm-hmm. I started taking hella AP classes, and you know that just being naturally good at something like that talent, mm-hmm. like you you got to do that hard work to meet those AP classes. Mm-hmm. So that's when I really learned that like you can't just be good at something just like naturally, because mm-hmm. like even though you're naturally talented, you have to literally put in that hard work. And so them AP they was beating me up like. <laughs> Uh, uh. And I really, I didn't know, you know, mm. what was going on because mm. at the same time we doing that, I'm managing sports and just mm. like doing a whole bunch of stuff at the same time. And um, that's actually like one of my things right now. Like I always mm. do a whole bunch of things at one time. Mm. My mom always tell me like, yo, listen, like slow down, slow down. Mm. But that's why everybody like they know we just being everywhere mm. right now. Mm. Are, are you? Are you ever gonna slow down or no? No, I don't listen. <laughs> I don't listen to my mom when she said that. I don't yeah. listen to nobody when they say that. Mm-hmm. Slow down, cause um, me just keep doing things is what got me here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I mean, I, I do understand focus. So it's like it's difference between trying to do everything at once and like you have to focus. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's okay to have projects, but you need to make sure that you have a, a focus so you can get something done. Because then otherwise you're just gonna have a whole bunch of open tabs. Mm-hmm. He's gonna keep opening tabs and not not complete anything. Mm-hmm. So something that I learned is like, okay, it's cool to do this, but then I learned how to delegate at a at a really like young age, and then I also learned how to build a team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like <clears throat> within like the past year, I just been putting people in place like. I need a team mm-hmm. to, to like do this entire operation. Mm-hmm. So, um, what what's what's next? Like, oh, I want I want to know your bucket list for people you want to interview. Like your top ten people I want to interview. Well, let's talk about why I even started doing the interviews. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> because like I, it was never really a thing that I decided I wanted to do. Um, you know, on my own, mm-hmm. I I literally. Like, like I said, I grew up wanting to be an entrepreneur, and then I started to play this game with my little brother. So my little brother named Javier, Fi Javi, we always together now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we used to play this game called Animal Jam, and the whole purpose of it was basically utilizing, you, you want to become rich. Like, you basically want to have all the rares in the game. You know what I'm saying? It's so like we, Monopoly? Uh, nah, not like Monopoly, because okay. you buy properties. It's mm-hmm. like you got Jordans. Mm-hmm. You want to have the best Jordans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And certain Jordans are rare. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I got off-white, I got the off-white fours. You know, it costs more money. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's, like, how the game go. Mm-hmm. But we became, like, notorious in the game. Like, they got, we got Reddit articles made about us still to this day. For like, real. Yeah, because we came so, so far. And we was just finessing, had stores, and just doing all this. And we use those same business tactics that we use in that game, like, to this day. Mm-hmm. And so, I've always understood leverage. And that's what that game taught me, is those soft skills of understanding leverage. And so now when I, um, you know, got into entrepreneurship, it's actually when I met like Cool Nerd. But prior to that, I was already doing videography and um, I had a passion for it, which is why I started to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was like, oh, I know, like I had a passion for it. I just knew it could make money. Mm-hmm. But like I've been asked for a camera since when I was 10. But I was just like, when I started doing it, I, I shot a wedding and it was just so boring. Mm-hmm. And my arms hurt. And this one, I really was over it. I went to a wedding. <laughs> my arms was hurting. I was there all day standing up. And then they didn't even feed us. 
I was just like, yo, I didn't know. You're like, supposed, to go, supposed to take your plate. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're just go get one. Like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Because you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, let them let them go eat. And, mm-hmm. and but it's like, nah. Like, oh, it wasn't a budget to feed us. <laughs> Did they, they said that when you was trying to get some food? Yeah. Damn. For real. And I was like, oh nah. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. But I had, I just, I was just doing videography um, mm-hmm. at that certain point, and um, I actually ended up meeting cool nerd. And he introduced me to like whole e-commerce thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I started becoming like obsessed with it. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, I just want to. I said, I don't care about no money. I just want to learn it. Like that's everything I, I kept saying. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is that people aren't adamant about learning, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I knew how valuable I could be to somebody, so I literally just like, bro, I don't give. I don't care about no money. Mm-hmm. Just give me the opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. And I like kept doing it. I was like, what you got? What you got to do? I'm like. What you need me to do? I know you busy, mm-hmm. bro. Like mm-hmm. I know you need me so need something to do. Pass mm-hmm. me some work. Mm-hmm. And so I would always be on his line saying that. And get work, work, work. Mm-hmm. And I was just and at that time I was in college, so full time college student. Mm-hmm. I had a double major in biology and psychology. Um mm-hmm. I was going to school for someone to be a psychiatrist. So What um, college? Uh, I went to Kennesaw. It's like a Kennesaw, okay. Yeah, it's a small school in uh in Atlanta, Atlanta or okay. like really outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I decided to go to to college because my my family they actually have a lot of uh, problems with mental illness, which is why I wanted to become a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and I wanted to learn more about the brain and how it works. Mm-hmm. But even though I didn't like, I I went ahead and graduated college. I stayed in the whole time. But uh, I met Kobe when I was like, uh, it was either the end of my freshman year or the beginning of my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really remember when I met when I met him, but uh, yeah. Started doing uh, the plays with them, and now I'm actually like uh, COO at Digital Brands. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was just like me really being adamant and managing all my projects, being an RA, having double majors, and being able to handle everything that I've been doing my whole life. Mm-hmm. Because if I hadn't put myself through all that training when I was younger, when I had to get to the point where I was managing all this stuff in real life, I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's basically what I had to do. Okay. Um. Okay. I want to know about your uh, your credit repair uh, business. Yeah, yeah, credit. Yeah, I need that. The credit yeah. sauce. So, that credit sauce. Yeah. Well, nah, it, no, it's not. Well, I just had one thing on my credit that's uh, destroying my life right now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we, we're talking about you right yeah, now. I'm so. Oh no, what's on, what's on my credit is just it's just a uh, child support. That's it. Mm, yeah. mm, that's, a, that's a little hard one right there. Yeah, I got you know. the hardest one to get rid of. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that's a little what you know, I can help, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You can always uh, level up that credit. Okay, know? yeah, I, I need it. Really. Yeah, 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 we got that. But yeah, no, I, I got in the credit. Um it was after e com. Mm-hmm. Uh and and actually what really what really stuck out to me about credit is because I we kept working with these small business owners. Mm-hmm. So, you know, twenty twenty, everybody wanted to start a business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every it was everybody it was crazy, yo. We selling websites, they flying off the mm-hmm. show. <laughs> but the problem is is that um, we kept messing with these new business owners, but they didn't understand how uh, business just, work. They didn't understand how it worked. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't have any money to actually invest into scaling their business. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember we had worked with clients for marketing, and they didn't have any money to put for ad spend. Mm-hmm. Actually, so much in fact, they would put their debit card down, and uh, it kept running out of money. Mm-hmm. So the ads would turn off. They they mad they're not getting results, and I'm just mm-hmm. kind of figuring out like, yo, the problem here is that you know you got a really great business idea, but you don't got no credit. Mm-hmm. And so I literally spent $10,000. I'm I'm 19, 18 at the time. Ten, I spent 10K. So I actually maxed out my credit cards mm-hmm. to get inside of uh, this mentorship mm-hmm. to teach me. 
everything about credit. Mm-hmm. And uh, who yeah. mentorship was it? Uh, Sean Sharma. Actually, Sean like Sharma. yeah, Sean yeah. Sharma. So a lot of people don't know him. Um, like in our space at all. And I did a lot of research. So I was looking at him 500. I was looking at uh, I was looking at uh Sean. I was just looking at this dude at credit. I was looking at a whole bunch of people in the credit space. Mm-hmm. And I was like weighing out my options. I was like, oh, okay, RPX being a part of the community would be great. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, but like Sean, he just looked like he had that sauce to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, community, I'm I'm already doing all this networking, um, you know, with digital brands. And I felt like I was already networked, like inside that space mm-hmm. of that community, you know, especially in the urban space. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is gonna help me expand my network outside of just Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, it was it was a little mm-hmm. bit more intimate. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I went to write a like working with Sean. Mm-hmm. But he taught me everything about credit, and um, I, I even learned way more outside of that. It actually led me to meet my sales coach, um, where I where I spent thirty thousand dollars to really become really efficient at high ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I was just spending so much money on personal development. It's like, yo, you mm-hmm. just gotta become an expert. Like, mm-hmm. like I was just like, I'm just gonna put out the money. I don't really care about anything else. Like, you know, you young, you invest money into yourself. You become the best person you can be, and you keep becoming keep becoming more valuable. That's why, like, I literally came up with my brand name, Level Up Lisa. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally just keep leveling up. Mm-hmm. I just keep putting money out. I'm gonna keep leveling up. I'm gonna keep putting time in. I'm gonna keep reading books. Uh, I like that's that's why I came up with the brand name. I've been seeing your growth. Yeah, last couple of I years. Appreciate mm-hmm. you, bro. I appreciate, appreciate you. you. Appreciate you doing it. your thing. Sure. You got more questions? No, I'm just on the on the credit. You know, I need help with that credit repair, <laughs> man. That's all I, I'm, that's what I'm here for. And the e-commerce too. You know, yeah. I, yeah my wife, she uh, yeah, she's trying to sell them product. Yeah. Um, so, really, as far as getting like negative items off your credit report, mm-hmm. it's like. A lot of people don't understand credit is really like a waiting game. So obviously you can go out here and learn all the laws. I never give anybody credit advice as far as like removing your own, your own stuff. Because Mm. the thing is what you're going to do is end up messing it up and then you're going to end up needing to go pay an expert. And then Mm -hmm. it's going to be even harder for the expert to remove those negative items for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So which why I never broadcast, like I don't even post about credit repair tips on my Mm. page is because I can tell you the laws. But mm-hmm. then you go try to type up your own letter. You send it out to the bureaus. Mm-hmm. You get a response back. They're not taking it off. And now mm-hmm. you got to go work with the expert. Mm-hmm. And it's even harder for somebody to do their job. Mm-hmm. So if you have like bad credit and you need credit repair, mm-hmm. you go pay somebody who already knows how to do it. Okay. It's a small investment. $1,500 most times. Mm-hmm. $1,500. Like, that's like the minimal range of how much it costs to get your credit repaired. Mm-hmm. How much you chose? Fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, <laughs> I, I charge fifteen hundred dollars. I just need one item, man. That's it. I'm good <laughs> money, man. But yeah, you can pay. So there's some people who do like monthly, mm-hmm. monthly payments. Yeah. Um, I I personally think that business model is a scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the one and done is better. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, time like credit is like more of a time thing. Mm-hmm. So when you start doing the monthly thing, they're gonna take years. Yeah, that might take three years. <laughs> you even pay them <laughs> they, five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. They, then you end you end up paying more time. They over here. Oh, we working. We waiting on a Waiting back from the nah, like just pay me fifteen hundred. I'm gonna mm-hmm. make sure that your credit get cleaned up. Um, you know we consult you, help you build your credit, help you get the funding, and help you run the play. Mm-hmm. So we helping like we help you with full service brand development. Mm-hmm. So like the first thing you need to do if you got bad credit is get that credit fixed. Then we are gonna help you go get some credit. Mm-hmm. Then we are gonna teach you what to invest it into, and then you are gonna make some money. Mm-hmm. But like everybody's all on a wave like on DIY because they trying to be cheap. Don't don't be cheap. Mm-hmm. Like I like I've never been cheap. If even if I ain't have it, like even if someone doesn't have the money, they can figure out a way to come up with it. Mm-hmm. 
You don't got the money, your mama got the money. Mm-hmm. You ain't got the money, your brother got the money. You don't got the money. Even if you got bad credit. Even when I even even if I had bad credit, I would go and get credit to pay for something to get my credit fixed. Mm-hmm. I would go I would still go ask for credit to go get my credit fixed. I would borrow money to get my credit fixed. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know what what are we doing? You gotta make moves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the play. So, what's your top ten? Like, what's your top ten bucket list you trying to interview? Like, oh, as far as people I want to interview, mm-hmm. uh, man, I don't know. I never really finished that story. As far as me getting into the interviews, I only started doing that because uh, I'm an introvert at heart, and mm-hmm. I had a problem speaking to the camera. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hanging around people like Colnar, Maddie J, and mm-hmm. um, I'm seeing all these entrepreneurs online just speaking at the camera. I'm like. Ah. Like, I always struggled. I was sitting in front of the camera for hours just talking to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, it's, it's always easier to talk in front of a camera when you're talking to someone else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I really started a whole wave when uh, I started doing the interviews at conferences. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, now you can't walk into, a, a, like, a black conference at all without seeing all these kids running around with mics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really proud of that because, you know, now I at least gave people a reason, like younger entrepreneurs, a reason to want to go to these uh, networking events. Mm-hmm. And now they don't feel scared to walk up to, with, walk up to somebody of authority. Mm-hmm. Because the first thing that, you know, they want to go introduce themselves, like, okay, well, what am I going to say? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, okay, let me get a video with you. Mm-hmm. Now you're documenting the process, for one. And then you're also, like, getting more exposure for yourself. So that's the first reason why I did it is so I can get out my shell. The second reason why I did it is so I can leverage other people's audiences. Mm-hmm. So with all this work of building brands with digital brands, and there's no understanding marketing. I'm like, okay, well, the best way to get my name and my face out there is attaching myself to bigger brands. Mm-hmm. And so now, now I got larger brands reposting me with EYL or yesterday I just got a repost from 19 Keys mm-hmm. and they are reposting my content mm-hmm. and now, you know, they're vouching for me. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Who is, who is this? Who, who is level of listen? Like mm-hmm. now more people want to tap in because it's almost like people are. Or, or repping my brand, mm-hmm. but that's what happens when you allow uh, someone else to like you allow somebody else to get on your audience as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. And so, like that's the second reason why I did it. As far as me having goals of interviewing ten people, I never thought it'd even get to this point. When I started seeing millions of views on online, mm-hmm. like I'm like, dang, I was just doing this to to mm-hmm. like get myself out there. Network. And, Network and really mm-hmm. just get myself out of my show and get a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It was really for personal growth mm-hmm. and personal development. Yeah, that's the key. Got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I realized I started impacting so many people. And now I'm like, okay, I got to I gotta figure out, like, you know, what, what are we doing? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so now I have a list of entrepreneurs and also, like, people that just influencers, regular people that, that aren't entrepreneurs as well that I want to interview. But, um, you know, we're doing more long-form interview on my podcast, Level Headed Pod. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So on my podcast, I want actually people to tell their story, but just I don't like I don't want it to be people just dropping game. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the game that I want people to drop is about like life and how they were able to maneuver, uh, maneuver through hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, and how how do you mm-hmm. stay level headed when things get hard? Mm-hmm. And I think that entrepreneurs are the best people to do that. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. they have figured out the key on how to stay level headed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Pivot. And mm-hmm. yeah, pivot, pivot. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be able to, you know, give somebody the sauce on on that. And that's really what my uh my uh, podcast is about. 
So as far as who else I want to interview, you know, I already got one with Steve Harvey. I ain't dropped T.I., E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. And I'm actually about to just start getting into the entertainer space and we're working with just higher level uh, entrepreneurs as well. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much my goal. Congratulations. Hey, yeah. Yeah, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was a. It's just finessing. When you gonna drop that one? Ooh. Oh, what? Like everything about the interview is all about timing. So I hold on to interviews. I I still got some like the ones I'm dropping now from like months ago. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything's about timing. Like my one with EYL popped off because they over here putting so many ad dollars into uh, Investfest, and I dropped it in the midst of them. Marketing for Investfest. The one with Troy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Troy. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, they're going to repost it because they're marketing mm-hmm. right now. But people just want to post things when, you know, they want to post it. And it's like, yo, you can really be really creative when you want to post your mm-hmm. post your own post, especially if you're utilizing someone else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to it personally until I think it's the right time when they already putting all this money in the ad spend and they're already spending all this money. Like it's like free marketing at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, of course they're going to repost my content. Mm-hmm. That's why I post. That's why I'll just hold on to it till it's a really good time for them. You know what I'm saying? And then it's going to get me more traction. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know when I'm going to post those. I'm going to wait till <laughs> it. Yeah. I, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on to them. You know what I'm saying? Probably like his, his USA, his, uh, his uh, Miss America event posted around that time. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Oh, see, I do do Miss America. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do. Yeah, I mean, that might be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, I yeah, forgot I need to start watching TV again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going uh, to ask you the either, either or question, then we're done. All right, for sure. For sure. Uh, flips or rentals? Uh, flips or rentals? Uh, right now in my life. Mm. I think I think if you're a young entrepreneur, you need to you need to do flips. You need to do flips. Yeah, yeah. I think you gotta get into flips because that's how you are gonna get you that cash injection. You know what mm. I'm saying? But you know, flips gonna take you months of like, like you know, you, you might it might take you six months for you to get your return on investment from a flip. That's the only thing. So you know, when I when I first started out, that's why I'm like, e-commerce is really the best route outside of flips and rentals. You know, if you are young and trying to get started in entrepreneurship, because um. It's gonna help you get get more cash flow, and you know you don't want to be focused on just just trying to figure out. Okay, I get paid out six months later, and now during that six months, you're trying to figure out all your money locked up into an investment. Okay. Yeah, you need to be figuring out how you can create cash flow, and so that's why I would really recommend is cash flow first. That's a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, wholesaling, wholesaling or rental property. Uh, again, again, it really depends on where you are. Like. Like, I would say my followers are probably at the point where they should probably be trying to wholesale. Mm-hmm. Cause again, you need to be trying to figure out how you can make some more money and get some more cash flow. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm at right now, I'll probably go with the rental property mm-hmm. rather than trying to wholesale. Cause me trying to wholesale is just a whole nother business model I got to build out. I think about all the systems you need for mm-hmm. wholesaling, all that money you got to put into PPC. A lot of people like wholesaling is one of those scams. They don't tell you how much work you got to put into it. How money. much money you have to, you have to put a lot of money into wholesaling. Like mm-hmm. people who are really successful at um, wholesaling are spending like fifteen thousand dollars a month on a low end on marketing. That's facts. And then also uh really? like having somebody call the leads. Dang, fifteen K? Yeah. Yeah. Minimum like, oh, be like minimum. man, zero dollars. Zero dollars. They be like zero dollars. I'm saying they say zero dollars you can get in the wholesaling. Yeah, that ain't that ain't that, that ain't, ain't true. No. You but you know what it you know what you can get in zero dollars? E commerce. E commerce, okay. No, e commerce. Selling product. Yeah, you don't need no money. That's why I be trying to tell my son, man, he don't listen. You don't need no money. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you do all that, but 
The answer is e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, stocks or NFTs? Stocks. Stocks. Um, I don't think NFTs are a scam. I'm really pro everything. So uh, I think that it might be a little bit before it's time. I think mm-hmm. that everything's a scam when it starts off because you're always going to have the people that's going to finesse. Mm-hmm. Like some new, okay, a new thing come out, it's a new finesse. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the model behind it is like, okay, it has potential to be something amazing mm-hmm. in the future that we can't even really conceptualize right now. Mm-hmm. Like how like how it's actually going to play a role in society. But um, as of like right now, I'm definitely choosing stocks. Like I, I day trade as well. Um you know, with Put Gang, I'm with Put Gang. Mm-hmm. Also, with Traders Club Worldwide, is one of my clients. Uh, we got a whole office building in Atlanta where you can learn from somebody who who uh, trade hedge funds, like billion dollar hedge funds. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm I'm at that office every day. Uh, so I think if you are somebody who just started out, and you need cash flow. You need to produce that cash flow, but at the same time, you need to be learning how to trade mm-hmm. because, like, you can trade anything underneath the sun, mm-hmm. but you don't need money to know to learn how to trade. You need to learn how to trade before you have money mm-hmm. because you like learning how to trade is just understanding the concepts and how to do it. But if you don't understand how to do it, you're gonna lose all your money mm-hmm. by the time you get the money. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, learn how to do it as you're making the money. Mm-hmm. Get your money up, <laughs> and by the time you got that money, wow. You trading, toe tag, toe tag, and you just flipping, flipping your money every time. So that's really the play. Okay. Um, stocks or crypto? Uh, I'll go stocks uh, right now. You know, crypto down. It's still down. Y'all go look at the uh, charts right now. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, really some sauces until you see two confirmations to the upside, meaning that it's showing. The stock is showing it's moving up. Mm, the peak mm. in the valley, yo. <laughs> yeah, the peak in the valley. That yeah. little, like you got to have two confirmations to the upside prior yeah. to you deciding that you're going to, that's a good investment. Right mm-hmm. now it's down. It doesn't make sense to even put money into that. Mm-hmm. So if you have money into it, like my boy Cool Nerd, hopefully this episode dropped in. You down bad right now. Mm-hmm. You outside. You just got to hope. <laughs> you just got to hope for better days. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to hope for better days. But if you're not in that, then don't put your money in that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that again, uh, like I'm pro everything. I think that it's a, a good concept. And in the future that it could possibly, you know, play a really big role in our society. But mm-hmm. right now it's just not a good investment. Okay. But one day it might be a good investment again. You just got to, you got to wait for the chart to say so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, earn your leisure of sleep is for suckers. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, As far as their show, whatever it don't, whatever you, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna take it. Mm. Oh, you can take both. So it's for you can say mm. both. <laughs> I know you fuck with both. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not a both type of guy. I'm gonna, I'm either gonna choose. Mm-hmm. I'm either gonna choose one or neither. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think personally, um, EYL just mm-hmm. because of the amount, of, like impact. Yeah, the amount of impact, but mm-hmm. not even just impact, just the effort that they do as far as revolutionizing financial literacy for especially our people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so it's outside of just a podcast. Like, like EYL is way bigger than a podcast mm-hmm. to me. It's like a I, Yeah, it's, a, it's, an entire, it's an entire movement. Mm-hmm. EYL is mm-hmm. an entire movement, so that's why I would go with EYL. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, money or equity? Mm. 
I love equity. <laughs> like, I love <laughs> equity. I, I remember like at a certain point I told you I was investing all this money into my personal development and everything. And I really was like really serious about it. And I came back to Kobe. I'm like, I need some, I need a part of this. Mm. I need a part of digital brands. Mm. And we, yeah, we had several meetings and I, I'm like super serious about that. But I, I even think as a young entrepreneur, it's okay to become an entrepreneur first when you provide value to someone else's business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, know your value too. So as you're providing value to somebody else's business, like, dang, at a certain point, can this business run without me? Mm-hmm. And if so, how hard would it be for them to replace me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so then I started looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, ask for equity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's literally what we, uh, we you know, what's in the works right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, just just keep leveling up. That's pretty much the game. But you got you to go with equity over, the, over that money. Okay. Um, I agree. Two million followers or rental property? Give me them followers. Okay. Give me them followers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know like real followers or like organic followers is really the way. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, people even talk about, oh, most people got fake followers. I don't, I don't care. Fake followers. Two million fake followers. Most people don't even know you can buy fake followers. Mm. You look at the majority of people. Mm. So I'm going to go followers. Real or fake, give me followers. Mm. Um. 850 credit score, a million dollars. I need the million dollars. <laughs> no, nah, like, you know, the credit, yeah, you need credit. But mm-hmm. you got, you have money, it's easier to get credit. Like a million dollars, then mm-hmm. like, you can, you can buy an 850 credit score with a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? You got 850 credit score, you have to borrow the money and then you got to work your, you have to work backwards. It's like, the credit is a cheat code if you don't have no money. Mm-hmm. If you have money, then you use the money to get the credit so you can uh, you know, two, five, ten x that. Mm. But if you don't have no money, then you go with credit. But I'm gonna take the money because I already got the credit. And if I have money, then it's just gonna help me get more credit. Mm. And then you use the credit to make, get, make you more money. Mm. You use the money to make you more credit. Mm. And you keep going back. And yeah, forth. leverage. It's like yeah. Yeah. Like that, yeah, but you want you want the money first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the you got the money first. But if you don't have no money, then you get that credit mm-hmm. to get you the money. Mm-hmm. You have to leverage your credit to get money. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate, appreciate you. you. Appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah.